I just did my whole script and I didn't press the record button. So here goes round two. Okay, off topic for gaming today, but on topic for contemporary internet news, OnlyFans has announced it will ban explicit sexual content and imagery, which would effectively ban the entire foundation of its business model in the short term. Here's some context through numbers. In 2020, OnlyFans had roughly 325 million in terms of net revenue. They project 1.2 billion for 2021 and 2.5 billion in 2022. Those projections have obviously been completely destroyed now because of this new policy mandate. More important than plain revenue, however, OnlyFans facilitates, as of right now, over 300 people to make in excess of $1 million per year, and over 16,000 people who make in excess of $50,000 per year. That's a combined, bare minimum, $1.1 billion in earnings for creators, and honestly, it's probably far higher than that. As per Axios in August of 2021, OnlyFans, since inception, has paid over $3.2 billion to its creators and is experiencing near exponential growth right now. It is a rising platform that continues to outperform most other internet startups, and as a result, one would expect them to embrace the foundation and culture which has made it all possible. Spoiler alert, they aren't. OnlyFans is not embracing the idea of catering to an adult crowd. They are dialing up the tactics in what will eventually become an all-out war against it, and the reasons for that are pretty simple. For some people, it seems like a general business shift and a philosophical desire to alter their focus. OnlyFans has been trying to appeal to regular creators, not the explicit kind, for quite some time. And regular creators is a much larger market share. It's a much more slim demographic to cater to the adult industry only, but yeah, they're trying to expand. Snappy commercials about how you can sell your guitar recordings or your cooking show. Ads about how the platform offers freedom and personality with a space for you to be you. Basically just a smattering of, can we please have more than just e-girls getting naked on camera for our platform, please? But as of right now, it obviously has not worked. Keeping this in mind, there are two separate ways we can look at the recent ban of sexually explicit content. On the one hand, they might just be attempting a no-holds-barred maneuver as they try to expand their audience to something much more mainstream, like TikTok or Patreon or YouTube. Obviously, those are much larger platforms. But on the other, they might just have been forced to do this. They were. This is rhetorical. They already acknowledged it publicly. They might have been forced to do this by their financial overlords, who hold an incomprehensible amount of power within online e-commerce. Here's where it gets much more complicated, and I have to generalize quite a bit. If I have any of this wrong, please do correct me in the comments down below. When you buy something online, a whole lot of steps need to happen before your money gets to where it ultimately needs to be. If I go buy a t-shirt, for example, my money doesn't just go right from me to the person who sells the shirt. It goes like four or five, maybe more, places in between. The money starts in your bank account. Your bank is capable, by the way, of denying service for high-risk businesses whenever they want for whatever reason. Here's an example where a website selling adult toys through Stripe, keep that in mind, was shut down by Wells Fargo, the banking corporation, because Wells Fargo unilaterally decided, no, we don't like it. So the money starts in your bank and then most likely it gets transferred through a credit or debit card to the institution you want to buy from. In the case of a credit or debit card, you are almost always using Visa, MasterCard, or American Express. These three companies reserve the right to deny their services based on, once again, high-risk businesses, which includes adult content. For a multitude of separate reasons, including chargeback metrics, that's a primary one, adult content is deemed one of the least desirable, least secure, and highest relative risk businesses to serve, period. Here's a rough overview of that process as per PayPal. 1. Customer buys an item on your site with a credit or debit card. 2. Information goes through the payment gateway, which encrypts the data to keep it private and sends it to the payment processor. 3. The payment processor sends a request to the customer's issuing bank to check to see if they have enough credit to pay for the stuff. 4. The issuer responds with a yes, an approval, or a no, a denial. 5. The payment processor sends the answer back that the sale was approved and also tells the merchant bank to credit your account. 
And obviously the money itself isn't actually like physically going to the payment processor, but they are the ones communicating all of the information, thereby they have a say. That's two separate companies, big companies, with their hand in the pie right now. Your bank, capable of denying high-risk businesses, and Visa, MasterCard, or American Express, most likely. Also capable of denying high-risk businesses. Now, it gets to the platform, such as OnlyFans. Well, what happens next? The payment has to get from OnlyFans to the creator, and this involves two more steps. First, they need a payment processor like Stripe, one of the largest e-commerce payment processors in the world, to facilitate those payments, and then it goes into the creator's actual bank account. That's two more financial parties with their hand in the pie. Probably another bank, since not everyone uses the same banking institution, and there are a wide range of options. Another bank capable of denying high-risk business transactions and partnerships, and Stripe. Here's the thing. Stripe is a cornerstone of the entire OnlyFans platform, and Stripe has this in their terms of service. Adult content and services. Quote, Adult and other obscene materials, including literature, imagery, and other media, depicting nudity or explicit acts, sites offering any adult-related services such as blank, blank, paper, I had to say blank because demonetization on YouTube, probably, who knows, pay-per-view, adult live chat features, adult-oriented items, e.g. adult toys, adult video stores, and explicitly-oriented massage parlors, gentlemen's clubs, topless bars, and strip clubs, adult-oriented dating services. End quote. Basically, to summarize, everything on OnlyFans. Now, to give you an idea of how powerful Stripe is, think of two other platforms. One that I personally use all the time, like Locals, and another that has widespread traction and has had it for quite some time, Kickstarter. Locals pays me through Stripe. That's their only processor. If Stripe says they don't want Locals to serve me, Locals doesn't serve me. Obviously, I doubt such a thing would happen, but it's entirely possible, and similar to Locals in that regard, is Kickstarter. Kickstarter processes payments through Stripe, and if Stripe says, wait a second, that campaign for a million dollars is against our terms, well, that campaign doesn't get funded. It doesn't process the payments, because the processor who facilitates all, all those transactions can threaten to pull their support from the platform, not just from the campaign. And if they pull their support from the platform, it could very easily just collapse. Maybe they would find an alternative, but it would be decidedly worse than Stripe, it would take time to do so. Based on sheer daily volume, they would lose a metric shitload of capital and goodwill from their audience, plus a whole lot more damage of all different types. And effectively, you do not piss off your payment processor. Context through numbers once again. Stripe is currently estimated to be worth $95 billion. It serves 1.96 million websites, including many of the most popular e-commerce portals that we know and love on a daily basis. And its relative valuation has increased by 5,400% since 2014. It is partly responsible, single-handedly, for the exploding e-commerce industry. And other payment processors do absolutely exist, but they are the largest, the most powerful, and the most necessary for an exponentially growing online business such as OnlyFans. Hopefully it's starting to make sense why OnlyFans is making this change now and why they have absolutely no control whatsoever over what is and is not allowed on their platform. Let's make another comparison. Tumblr. Keep in mind, whoever at YouTube reviews this, I am just referencing news articles for educational reasons. Please do not aggressively demonetize this because the words appeared on screen or because somehow you could interpret it as me violating your TOS. I worked pretty damn hard to make this conform to your terms of service. So, like, genuinely, whoever reviews this, please keep that in mind. In 2018, Tumblr banned all nudity. In truth, that was a horrible business decision from a user adoption and daily traffic perspective, but if they wanted to continue existing without a crippling financial battle that they had absolutely no chance of ever winning, they had to do it. 
It wasn't Stripe in that particular case, it was Apple. The app was removed from the iOS mobile storefront, and this would also be categorized as a publisher leveraging other types of power in addition to just payment processing. But when your app is denied on a storefront and you cannot process money anymore, you do what you're told. There are a multitude of other examples. Patreon, under direct pressure from payment processors, radically augmented their approval and content review policies to try and appease them. They have publicly acknowledged this themselves. However, that is a one-sided battle because one side has all the cards in terms of bargaining power. Payment processors can simply say, no, rejected, do more, solve the problem better, and the platform they are sanctioning has to do more or risk being completely destroyed. It's not a bargain being struck on equal footing, right? One side has all the power. It becomes a simple calculation of risk very quickly. Deny the users who supply this type of content and the supporters who pay for it, get some negative PR, maybe, that might even be offset by the positive PR from a more puritanical side of things, and then find new avenues to grow with a wider possible user base. Or risk your entire business because you wanna let creators show explicit content. It's a pretty one-sided choice. Well, that calculation of risk is the same for OnlyFans right now, with a simple added factor that most of the business is predicated on that particular content. More than Kickstarter or Locals or Patreon or even Tumblr, OnlyFans is flat out built on that type of material. But their cash flow grew so fast and now contains so much free-flowing capital, they attracted the attention of payment processors like Stripe, whose services they have been using for quite some time in direct violation of their policies. Now, saying that Stripe never facilitates the sale of adult content would, strictly speaking, be false, because when you serve almost 2 million websites, some of the small ones will go unnoticed. OnlyFans is too big now, and they cannot possibly go unnoticed, and as a result, not just one, but all of their connected payment processors, banks, credit cards, and e-commerce portals, are turning their head and starting to clamp down. It may have started with just one, but now, if it's happening, all of the rest of them, all the banks, all the credit cards, everything, they're all gonna turn their head and they're all gonna look at OnlyFans and start to see what it really is. OnlyFans isn't done with this, by the way. This isn't the last change that they're gonna make. What we see now is the scared dog that just shit in the living room, I just had to deal with this personally two times in the past week, rolling onto the floor in fear because they know they're screwed. They know they messed up and they wanna appease the master that's walking towards them. However, unlike the dog that just shit in the living room, this isn't a one-time thing. This is a never-ending stream of shit that they shouldn't be doing, and the only way to solve it is to literally get rid of all the creators who are there profiting from it. That's a massive thing to do, because if you have creators, hundreds of them, making millions of dollars a year from flat-out adult content, and also, by the way, tens of thousands of creators making tens of thousands of dollars in excess, which turns out to be a lot of money, that audience is not there for the mediocre stream of family-friendly alternative activities. They are there for the adult content. When it's gone, so are they. And all of the current projections for revenue increases and exponential gains, they completely fizzle out. OnlyFans, financially speaking, just killed all of their momentum. Not because they wanted to, not because they will benefit in some roundabout way, which is a theory I've seen people throwing out there, because they got smacked hard and are being forced to conform to what the payment processors want. Here's the thing. You can be for or against this. I've seen mixed results thus far because some people say, good, they deserve it. This is online vice catering degeneracy. While others say, right during a pandemic, they effectively killed about 15,000 high paying jobs because the string pullers don't like explicit content. It doesn't really matter where you fall on that personally though, because the reality is OnlyFans exploded in growth exponentially. They flew too close to the sun. And now for a host of separate reasons, their wings have melted off like the classic tale of Icarus. This will be an arduous, drawn-out process, and at the end, OnlyFans will not just have banned explicit adult content, 
they will probably have banned nudity as well outside of a very narrow lens, similar to YouTube, where educational or medical nudity is allowed, and a few fringe communities take advantage of that, but they provide nothing even remotely close to what the platform is right now. Good or bad? Not my call. That's it. I'm a bit late in the sense that the news broke a couple of days ago, but I hope that this provides a different perspective on why and how the transaction process has put OnlyFans in a spot where they need to completely uproot their existing business just to keep using a certain set of services that, at least right now, they simply cannot live without. Payment processors have an unimaginable amount of control over all of our lives. They just leverage that control in a much more hidden way. It's like twice removed from, from us as individuals. We rarely see a situation this cut and dry, or this large scale especially, but rest assured the companies who control the flow of finance, they control a whole lot more than just that. There are ways around this control, by the way. You have cryptocurrency taking hold, you have alt methods for payment, and even very popular sites like PayPal do exist for online transactions. But if you think of this in the most generic terms possible, the normies, if you will, the average people who don't spend their days online or thinking about this kind of topic at all, most of them use a credit or a debit card. That is how the overwhelming majority of transactions occur these days, and losing access to that market is inconceivable. Bottom line, OnlyFans did this because they were compelled to. And what we see now is just the beginning. But that's it. If you want to support, there are links down below. Odyssey, which is a YouTube platform alternative. And by the way, over the next coming month, I think it's going to start next month, still working out the details, I will have two uploads that are Odyssey exclusive. They're still free. There's no paywall, anything like that. You can just click the link down below, go to Odyssey, sign up and watch them there. Um, but I'm trying not to have all my eggs in one basket with YouTube, right? So like this video is probably going to get demonetized. So if I do a couple Odyssey exclusives, everybody can still access everything. But I also branch out and I'm not as insecure, if you will. So yeah, Odyssey free, a couple exclusives per month, still working out the details with them. There's also Locals, $5 a month for completely ad-free versions of all the content. So that is a paywall, but it's the same content you get everywhere else. Another gaming YouTuber to check out, merch, social media, etc., etc. But I'll cut it there and stop rambling. As always, thank you all for watching and have a nice night.